Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. If you take a close look at the world, you'll find that you're surrounded by ancient history. There are lots of great examples of this, but today we're going to talk about one example in particular that's near and dear to my, and hopefully your, mathematical heart. Roman numerals. These ancient numbers can still be seen all over the place, on signs, clocks, monuments, and even in movie credits. But who came up with this system? Was it really the Romans? How exactly does it work? And why is it still used for certain things? Stay tuned, because those are precisely the questions we'll be answering today. The story of Roman numerals actually begins way back in the distant past, alongside the story of the so-called tally bones that we talked about in the last episode called How to Add and Subtract Like an Egyptian. As you'll recall, the story of tally bones begins at least 30,000 years ago when people began making notches in bones as a way of counting. The problem with this method is that it doesn't work well for large numbers, since it's tough to tell at a glance exactly how many notches you've carved. So, long ago, a tally bone carver had an ingenious idea to make every fifth notch in the shape of what many centuries later would look like the letter V. This clever change meant that you could now quickly count up most of the notches on a tally bone by counting groups of five. Something like 5, 10, 15, 20, 21, 22 instead of counting each individual notch up to 22, much faster. But these clever carvers didn't stop there. For every 10th notch, they decided to make a crosscut in the shape of what would eventually become the letter X. That way, they could not only count by fives, they could also count by tens. For example, whereas the number 12 would look like a series of 12 notches in the original system, these clever new carvers would instead write four notches and then a V to indicate the fifth notch, then four more notches followed by an X to indicate the tenth notch, and finally two more single notches. The beauty of this change is that you can ignore many of the marks since the V and the X tell you at a glance how many notches come before them. If you think about it, you'll realize that with this new system, many of these symbols don't need to be written at all. In the case of the number 12, all of the symbols before the X can be completely ignored. If we do that, we're left with the symbol X followed by two notches, or XII, which you may recognize is precisely the Roman numeral for 12. So that's where the symbols that would eventually become Roman numerals came from. Not from the Romans themselves, but from their ancestors. Or at least that's what a lot of people think happened. In truth, there's no way to know for sure if this is what really happened since this all took place a long, long time ago. But it certainly seems plausible to me. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. 
Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Now that we know where Roman numerals came from, let's talk about how the Roman numeral system works. Fortunately, you only need to know a few things to become a Roman numeral expert. First, you need to memorize the seven symbols commonly used today and the quantities they represent. I represents 1, V represents 5, X represents 10, L represents 50, C represents 100, D represents 500, and M represents 1000. Second, you need to know that just like in the Egyptian hieroglyphic system, numbers are written by combining symbols together. For example, the number 3 is written I-I-I, meaning 1 plus 1 plus 1. The number 17 is written X-V-I-I, meaning 10 plus 5 plus 1 plus 1. The number 161 is written C-L-X-I, meaning 100 plus 50 plus 10 plus 1, and so on. Notice that smaller values are written after larger values in each of these cases. When you see that, you always add the values up. But that's not always the case, which leads us to the last thing you need to know. Namely, if a smaller value is written before a larger value, something like IV, where the symbol for 1 is written before the symbol for 5, that means that the smaller value should be subtracted from the larger value. So IV represents 5 minus 1, or 4, and IX represents 10 minus 1, or 9. While those are all the rules you need to know to read Roman numerals, there are some things that can trip you up when writing them. For example, should the year 1999 be written M for the first thousand, CM for 900, XC for 90, IX for 9, or can it be written much more simply as M for a thousand, IM for 999 instead? If you think about it, you'll see that given the set of rules we've learned, these are both perfectly valid. So which is right? Well, I'm not sure if one is more correct than the other, but I am sure that the first method, where I is allowed to be subtracted from V and X, X is allowed to be subtracted from L and C, and C is allowed to be subtracted from D and M, but nothing else can be subtracted from anything else, is now the standard way of doing things. But why should you bother learning to read and write these archaic symbols in the first place? Hasn't this system been abandoned in favor of our modern decimal number system? Well, yes and no. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Roman numerals still show up all over the place in the modern world. I'm not sure exactly why this is, but from the numbers on the faces of clocks to the inscriptions on monuments, buildings, and bridges... From the page numbers in book introductions to the cryptic years that roll by during movie credits, and from the names of kings and queens throughout history to many symbols used in math, science, music, and countless other places, we are surrounded by Roman numerals. And as such, it makes sense to know exactly what all those symbols mean. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. Remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook where you'll find lots of great math tips posted every day. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. Please follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. And don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans.
Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.